The largest RV show in Washington State happens every year during President's Day weekend. We went, we saw, and we've got a great show recap for you. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of four's base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please, grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. The Seattle RV Show is the largest RV show in Washington State. With over 20 local dealers and over 45 RV brands that cover the spectrum, from tent trailers, pop-ups, truck bed campers, to travel trailers in a variety of links, toy haulers galore, and fifth-wheel trailers with all the amenities for comfort on the road, to custom-built Class B Sprinter vans, Class C motorhomes, to the large and luxurious Class A diesel pusher motor coaches. This show had it all. I spent the day with my son at the show. He and I checked out so many different RVs. We wanted to see what was new. We even saw the 2023 model of the trailer we currently own and he and I did a little comparison of what was new and different from ours. My son checked out just about every toy hauler he could, as he just loves the back patio deck that you get with those trailers. What I did was bring along my Tascam field recorder, and I walked the show talking with folks and captured these conversations with dealers, as well as with some show attendees, but more on that later. Here are the interviews and conversations that I had with some of the show dealers. I hope you enjoy it. This RV show is not like most we've had in the past. We've had lots of high volume of all RVs, small trailers to big motorhomes uh, in the past two or three years. The COVID explosion really uh, took off. Uh, this show is you know, kind of the aftermath of that, and it's not that people aren't buying. It's just they're not in the, the volume that we experienced over the last couple of years. Are you so, finding it's being more serious buyers now, kind of at these shows, or a lot of just kicking tires? Well, uh, in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. less serious buyers. Okay. Um, you know, some of the people who are so passionate about buying something have already purchased in those explosion years. I think a lot of people got the idea that, hey, this is pretty darn cool. Let's invest, investigate it further. And so we have a lot of people in the, you know, in advance of their acquisition stage, they're in the investigatory stage. Okay. What are the things that people are kind of jazzed about? Well, um, size is a big thing whenever you do the Seattle show because people have to store it. Uh, that's just the reality. So really what we're finding, the people who are purchasing and ready to go are more outside of town. So okay. when it comes to the RV, the motorhomes, the motorized RVs, uh, they don't have to deal with the RTA expense mm-hmm. on an uh, annual basis. And then uh, when it comes to trailers, they typically have a, a smaller place for storage, uh, and so a little bit smaller our, uh, trailer is what's been quite popular with, with uh, what's going on here at the Seattle show this year. Okay. Has there been any, as far as like people like, oh, I'm more interested in having an outdoor kitchen, or maybe that's not as important, or kind of what have been some of the features that people mm-hmm. have been looking for in a particular unit? Well, um, features is intriguing. I do my best to get people off of that topic because yep. that's where they get lost. Um, they're not buying an RV. They're buying a tool. Right. a tool to bring them the best experience that they want. And really that experience is the product, right? So if someone is, for instance, uh, going to go to a place for a week and that's their vacation and they come home from their camping trip, they work great with a trailer. 
Uh, a motorhome works much better when you're doing nomadic camping where you're going down the road and visiting many sites. Uh, features themselves, most people out camping want to unplug. But many of the new people doing this for the first time are plugging in. And so technology is a value. Get a lot of people asking about the solar and even uh, some of us older folks that require a CPAP machine at night, they love the fact that it might have an onboard inverter to give them 110 power to power that yeah. up. Makes sense. I'd say there's a lot of people out looking for campers. It's a, kind of that season right now. So uh, early spring, you'll see a lot of people at shows looking to kind of gear up for um, what they're looking to do maybe this season, maybe next season, kind of seeing new product launches, all those kind of things. And they usually either come super educated or they come and, you know, check out all these products and learn about them and then make a decision to buy too. Would you say that this year in comparison to the 2021, are you saying the same amount of people, increase, rise? Yeah, I would say through the whole show season this year. Um, I can't speak for the show from here last year because I was in uh, Salt Lake City last year at this one. But I've been hearing, you know, demand's pretty high. Retails are still pretty strong. People are still out buying and, and getting uh, in, into the camping season. So I'd say the structure of uh, camping and kind of the demand for it and the consumer is still there. There's a lot of people out buying, a lot of people excited about the camping, maybe just new campers out browsing and seeing what else is launched or anything like that. So there's some... What have been kind of the key things that people, as you've talked to people at this weekend over the show, that they've been interested in, like from a, a product feature? What, what are some yeah. of the things that people have been looking um, for? I think a lot of people are looking for, you know, just that perfect floor plan that's going to be right in their wheelhouse and what they can tow. A lot of big feature benefit pieces. They want to have, you know, some solar pieces to plug in. There's a lot of different um, components that people camp. So, you know, you got to figure out if they're dry campers or if they're going to be a destination camper and they're just going to go plug in and, you know, hang out. So for us, it's as the industry, it's being able to offer all of those pieces into kind of a very uh, value-based piece where people are like, hey, I really like this trailer. It gives me a lot of opportunities to do what I want to do and go camping. Um, and that's kind of what I think everybody's focused on as we gear up and every year model changes. We kind of push the uh, envelope and creativity. You know, for Ibex specifically, we just added a new suspension system that we put on. It's exclusive to Ibex, no boundaries, and RPOD. Um, and Ember does it as well. It's called the Curt Independent Suspension. We've built our brand off of torsion axles for a very long time. They're a great towing piece. It's one of the you know premier axles to have on a lightweight camper. But you know, with us, we're always trying to push and, and have the best uh, pieces for us to sell. And that's kind of one of our favorite things that we added to the model change. And it, it, it totally transforms your towing experience. So I've towed a ton of torsions versus that. And on our new pieces, it, it's a night and day difference. It's pretty sweet to have. So um, I know we're excited about that. We've got all kinds of good stuff out there too. Cool. My name is Darren Gerhart and with Kitsap RV we're here at the Seattle RV show. We're here with the Black Series and Black Series has basically four models here at the show. It's at HQ 15 and HQ 17 which is a bunkhouse, HQ 19 and the HQ 21. The HQ 19 carries a washer, washing machine in it, small, small one to do a set of clothes. The foot traffic here has been down compared to the years in the past. I think there's a lot to do with the uh, with the uh, economy and interest rates. You know, kind of slows people buying decisions down. Obviously, money's yep. affected by that. But the great thing about the Black Series it's um, it's got a 15-year warranty on its frame and suspension. It's an independent suspension. Uh, it's galvanized framing. It's got a composite uh, exterior on it. Uh, we've had a lot of interest. You know, it's it's, it's built to go off the grid. So it's built and designed to uh, get away. If you're an outdoorsman, you like to hunt the fish, 
it's perfect for that. Uh, you've got 600 watt solar system on it with a 1,000 watt inverter with four uh, AMG batteries. So you basically can live off the grid for quite some time. It comes, it has 64 gallons of fresh water, 28 uh, gray and black. And then it also has 24 gallon fresh drinking water, which has a uh, triple filtration system in it. Interesting, okay. So the nice thing about that is you could actually go to the creek if you were out of water and you, you know, let's say you're completely out of water, you could take the creek water, put it through the filtration system, and it'll purify the water. And then you have potable water, yeah. Correct. So um, other than that, we've had good response on this. Uh, there's a new product coming out called the Pulse. Okay. Uh, a lot more money. So comparatively speaking, the Pulse's uh, price range is 149 and the price range uh, of our black series are going to range right now we have these on show price at 58,000 you know typically they run between 70 and 80 so okay. we're motivated to sell these if anybody has an extensive interest i encourage people to go to youtube and if they really want in-depth information or see how they perform to go on youtube just put in black series youtube it uh, any model and, and there's a array of different people that are can give you a tutorial on the whole thing and where's the Black Series HQ? The Black Series HQ is uh, out of LA. That's where they, they manufacture and build them. Yep. The framing and the suspension is out of China. So yeah. they ship in the US and then the rest of it is built in the US. Okay. Hi, I'm Greg Skartvit and I'm a salesperson for Caravan Outfitter. We're part of uh, Campbell Auto Group, uh, which has uh, a Nissan dealership, actually two Nissan dealerships, a Volkswagen dealership and a Kia dealership in Montana. Uh, we started building these small camper vans uh, back in around uh, 2015. And the reason it got started, well, you know, having the Volkswagen dealership, we were uh, used to the uh, Euro vans, which were very popular. Uh, they stopped building them in 2004, and, and the owner, uh, one in particular, always wanted some type of small van to produce. So we started uh, making these uh, Nissan NV200s uh, cargo vans into these uh, two-person uh, camper vans and uh, have been doing that ever since. Uh, we now have transitioned into the Ford Transit Connect, same size, little passenger van, minivan. Uh, we started in 2020 building uh, the Metris uh, Mercedes camper vans. Uh, we were cutting the tops off, putting on pop tops. Uh, looked just like a Euro van if, okay. it was, if it was up to date, you know, if they'd continued making them. Yeah, we did those and are still doing those, uh, although this is gonna, probably going to be our last year with those uh, since Mercedes has, uh, has discontinued bringing those to the U.S. We've been doing Sprinter vans, uh, the Mercedes, for the past couple of years, and we're going to start uh, putting a lot more effort into those, not only building our own, but doing some type of conversion for, for customers who have their own Sprinter vans, and we will do some custom fitting for them. Other than that, that's about it. Uh, the sh the show. Wait, real quick yeah. before we get to the show. What have been some kind of the? Are there been new features or new things you guys are including in your lineup for 2023 that maybe? Uh, nothing's gonna. Yeah, nothing's gonna be different than what we've already done for uh, 2022, especially with our small camper vans. Okay. Yeah, the Ford or the yeah the Ford Transit's gonna pretty much be exactly the same. So there's no plans for upgrading. And what's the difference Although, between your trim levels or your different models? Uh, okay, so we have a titanium model which and, a, and an XLT. So the XLT is going to be a cloth interior. And the only differences between that and the and this titanium 
is the Titanium has uh, heated leather seats. It's got HID headlights. It's got uh, adaptive cruise control, and it has um, a hardwired nav, uh, native navigation already installed. Although you can get navigation through your phone on both vehicles, so the XLT you can still bring up uh, Google Maps on the on your Apple display Play. center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. about that's about the differences. And then what's kind of been your observation of the show overall? Uh, the show's been, actually, uh, this is the first time we've ever been at this this show. Been exciting. Um, Thursday and Friday were a little bit on the slow side, but to Saturday and Sunday have been really busy. A lot of people coming in. There's a lot of choices. Um, it's probably like, you know, trying to decide on what you want to do. It's uh, There's been a lot of interest in our small camper vans. Uh, the, I think the word uh, every time someone walks in is... Um, Oh, these are cute, yeah, and uh, that's pretty much been it. And they love—it's <laughs> crazy what people love—but uh, they love the bottle cap opener that we have as the uh, the handle to pull out one of the drawers. And so those are those uh, little attention. It's, to I'm telling you, yeah. every single person that comes through here and sees that that bottle opener goes, "Oh my God, this is so nice!" You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. It's time for a pit stop. During the holidays, I bought myself a little Christmas gift that had happened to see at my local Bartels drugstore. It's a box of cards called Campfire Stories, prompts for igniting stories by the fire. There are probably about 50 cards in the deck, and prior to attending the Seattle RV show, I narrowed it down to seven questions that I brought with me to the RV show. As I talked with people, from dealers to show attendees, I had them draw a card, read it out loud, and then tell us their stories. Here's what they had to say. It's Tara of Tara's Tiny Trailer, and I'm going to pick a card and play along. A memorable campfire that is so cute. I think um, the most memorable campfire would be when we had probably five or six other people with us, and we all sat around and told meaningful stories and had some fun beverages and made some food and it started pouring down rain and we all stayed out there anyways. Ike Kinswa State Park. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> Which Ike Kinswa State Park is a hidden gem. Go if you're in Washington State. A time you put away the map. So I would say just recently I uh, have moved in with my girlfriend. So we're, you know, hanging out, doing all kinds of different things, and she's a big explorer and likes to do different uh, things like that. So there's been a couple trips that we've gone on where we just have adventured, and when I've been out doing shows or whatever, she's been able to kind of tag along on a weekend if she's out, right? Uh, so one time we went to Salt Lake and got to kind of go adventure and check out kind of the salt flats and, you know, different pieces of views from the mountains and those things on like a Sunday afternoon. And it was super neat because we didn't really have anything specific in mind. We just had a few places that we wanted to check out and we drove and checked it out. And it was still some of the you know coolest things that we talk about and some of her favorite memories so far with us together. So that's one of my favorite pieces. A memorable road trip. Uh, my name is Brady. I think the most memorable road trip would have been the most recent one where my son Grayson and my wife, we drove to Missoula, Montana. Uh, an eight-hour road, it was short, eight-hour road trip to pick up our newest puppy, a, a golden doodle uh, miniature. Okay. 
Yeah, we drove over uh, two gorgeous mountain passes, one over uh, Post Falls, and then over the the the, uh, the top end of the Rockies, and arrived in a beautiful small town in Missoula, which is just gorgeous, little uh, stores and restaurants, and a great outdoorsy hippie hippie town, and very walkable, and had a had a wonderful experience. The mountains were surrounded by mountains. Uh, just a pretty, pretty drive. Uh, went through some small towns on the way, uh, some old mining towns, uh, historic mining towns, and just really enjoyed the scenery and had a great drive. There was no snow, no rain, just beautiful skies and and uh, very, very, very uh, scenic. Uh, yeah, enjoyed it very much. That's awesome. Tommy put away the map. Oh, we were going on this mountain with this group of people, and we're going into this path that did not have a plan. And what did you see while you were up there? Um, we we were were going to encounter, but we didn't. And I saw one. Um, we were going to encounter a herd of deers. Oh, cool. Okay. Tell us a story about a trip that didn't go as planned. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit all of them. But the first time he took me camping was to Mount St. Helens, and it was rainy. Um, And it was just constant rain, that mist that just hangs on you. Um, He thought I would absolutely hate it, but I thought it was very Washingtonian. I thought it was wonderful. The only thing is that night when I went to sleep, it suddenly hit me that I was sleeping on top of like an active volcano and it made me very nervous so that was the most exciting campsite yet. Tell a story about a memorable campfire. One of our favorites was when we were camping at a Redwood State Forest in California and uh, it was our first time having a campfire around these enormous trees. First time seeing those and it was just a really cool nighttime experience. Tell me a story about your first camping trip. This is interesting because this is a question I ask most of my clients, and they all remember the first camping trip. For me, uh, I remember watching my mom cook bacon over uh, an iron skillet over the fire. Uh, that vision is is powerfully driven into me. Whereas, uh, whenever I ask other people the same thing, they are indeed able to answer this question. You know, I've also asked kids that are really into gaming, you know, electronic gaming, and they cannot answer that question. What's the first game you ever played? There's, you know, their blank wall. So as much as they're into that, that same kid will remember when uh, grandpa took him fishing and he fell into the stickers and this, that, and the other. Uh, they, it's not just to remember, they remember detail about their first camping experience that tells you that you've been switched on, that whoever that you is, uh, they're definitely switched on. A time you got caught in a storm. Oh, I was uh, a couple of years ago. There was a tornado that came through Port Orchard. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it tore up. Uh, it was probably a couple of miles from us. Uh, it was pretty. I mean, we could actually see it from the store. And it, after the storm passed, it kind of came real quick because you don't see tornadoes in the northwest at all. And it tore up uh, a couple of houses, took out some trees. So that was the last time I was caught basically in a storm. I mean, it didn't come our way, but I witness a storm of magnitude honestly yeah that's pretty wild when's the last time you've seen a tornado in in washington state never and it hit where port orchard it's crazy yeah well thank you you're welcome thank you so much for listening to help the show grow please share with your rving friends and family about this podcast 
If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me via rvoutwest.com. In our next main episode in two weeks, we have a conversation with the Northwest Dutch Oven Society, and we iron out all the info for both Dutch oven cooking and using cast iron skillets in camp. There are so many benefits to using cast iron, and in this episode, we do a deep dive. Plus, we even get an easy recipe for a simple cake to make in a Dutch oven. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.